Hello and welcome back to A Method to the Madness, Breaking Bad Edition. I'm your host, Patrick, and joining me is Mitchie. Hello. And welcome to the real finale of our Breaking Bad series. The uh, Just like we did a... What was it? Like a, like a primer? Um, yeah, a prologue. The, yeah, a prologue. Yeah, so we're doing an epilogue to a yeah. series. Um, and we're just going to talk about this series as a whole, our journeys, our thoughts and feelings now that it's over. Um, and what a journey this has been, going on for about like a year and a half, right? Yeah, when did this start? That's actually a good question. We started it in January of last year. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, we did bit... have a break of like... Of like six months, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still, that's like... Man, we, we, we've we really made something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, we should be proud of it. Like, regardless of how many people listen to it or whatever, like whether it's great or shit... I think we did a pretty good job talking yeah, about our passion. I love, I love the, um, you know, the, the perseverance came from us sort of like egging each other on pretty much. Like we, you know, we were, we were basically supporting each other and telling us like setting dates and stuff. Anyway. Um, 62 episodes. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely like should lot. be proud. <laughs> yeah. Like, like <laughs> there's a lot of things I start and don't finish. So I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, I'm happy that we did this. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I meant to say is, um, you know, if it was just, if it was like just me making a podcast, like I'd never finish this, you know? Yeah, like it's we because, did it together. Yeah, exactly. We had, <laughs> we, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, all right. So, all right. Breaking Bad epilogue. So I was, t- I was saying last episode about how, you know, I was watching, um, I was listening to Vince Gilligan talk about this episode and um, he was talking about alternate ways this show was going to end or like mm-hmm. uh, pictures he had early on and it got pretty fucking dark let me tell you one of them or like even darker <laughs> than, than we saw uh, so I think the, the main one that he talked about was how he was going to have Skylar kill herself um, oh my in the God. ending yeah and this and <laughs> AMC the studio uh, when he pitched that to the studio the studio went please don't do that um, so he didn't and he was thankful that they did suggest that to him because uh, yeah. it was unnecessary in his words, which I also agree with. Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, how, how it was going to go was um, what was going to somehow convince Skylar to go with him with to the Disappearer. And they were right. going to be like staying in a hotel or something um, while while the Disappearer worked it out. And he was going to, you know, he was going to be sort of rambling, explaining like, oh, no, everything's going to be OK. It's going to be fine. And then he was going to like walk into the to the bathroom and Skylar was going to be in the tub with like her wrists slit. Whoa. Um, yeah. Okay. Dude, how fucking dark would that be? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about Walt? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's probably just going to go, you know. Um, yeah, nah. I'm glad that didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and in terms of uh, in terms of Walt's Walt's fate, whether he lived or died, he was talking about how like he always he always thought that you know Walt would die because in the first episode, if you set up in the first episode that a character gets terminal cancer, you you probably have to kill him off, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Even though he does go into remission, it seems right. Um, yeah. Because you know, obviously, when it, when your family member gets cancer, you'd like to think that. Uh, you know, oh, that you know, you you're gonna you're gonna hope that they're gonna be okay. But the truth is, you know, like statistics don't lie. Like the majority of people who get terminal cancer die. Yeah. Um, 
it's which rough. actually I was my one of my family members got um, some cancer a couple years back, and they actually did go into remission, and they're fine now. So that's lucky. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, another another route. Um. This is one of Vince's earlier uh directions. He was going to have because you, know, you know Jesse. There was they were originally planning for Jesse to die early on. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah, we were talking about that back... At, it was a while ago, right? They were trying yeah, yeah. to get that. Yeah, yeah. he was planning to uh, die in season one. Mm. And it, the direction was that Walt was going to be so furious that he was going to basically capture the guy who murdered Jesse like, and lock him up in a basement like he like he did with uh, Crazy Egg. Yeah. And, and basically Walt was going to like torture this guy and he was going to strap him to a chair and he was... <laughs> Gonna have access to a string that he could pull to a shotgun that would shoot him in the chest. Yeah. Um, and Walt would come in every day and t- like hack off bits of this guy. And the dude always had the option to you know kill himself, but he but supposedly he was this badass dude that wouldn't kill himself. Um, Fucking hell. And and one day, uh, Walter Junior was gonna find this guy, and you know <laughs> b- being the, being the kind person that Walter Junior is, he was gonna try and help him out. And as yeah. he as he did, the dude was gonna pull the the trigger and kill Walter Junior and himself. Whoa, dude! Yeah. What the fuck? And this is from Vince Gilligan's head. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking Jeez. about how how people were giving him funny looks and um, telling him how how messed up his mind was. Um. Yeah, I've heard that about him though. That he's actually he does think up some pretty messed up shit. Yeah, it's just interesting because I guess the show is sort of messed up, but it's not like that sort of messed up. Hmm. Like yeah, someone, someone put a collar on him or something and made sure that it stayed in line, or he realized that that's too much. Yeah, well, I think that's why he was saying how grateful he was to have a have a team of writers to sort of keep him in check. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, Can you yeah. imagine if he was just left free to his own devices? <laughs> yeah, that's the show we would have got. <laughs> that's how you get a get a little series called A Song of Ice and Fire, which is just like torture porn and, and rape. <laughs> yeah, 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 legit. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. Uh, and that's... I mean, I didn't get really that far into it, but um, those are some notable ones I, I remember. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, really glad the show turned out the way it did instead of that. Um, yeah. All right, speaking of... We'll, we'll move into... In our prologue, um, we were talking about our favourite characters and our favourite parts of the show from what we remembered uh, before we started this rewatch. Now, after since we finished it, what has that changed for you, Michi? I remember you saying that Hank was your favorite character in the prologue, and now it's probably Jesse, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I, yeah, I just loved Hank because he was funny and entertaining. And <laughs> yeah, he's definitely one of like he's definitely the funniest character or one of you know along with like Saul and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Like this time watching, I was just so emotionally kind of invested, connected with it all because I knew how it was going to go and. And especially since, you know, a lot has changed since I last watched the series before we did this podcast. Uh, mainly, we did we started our podcast and I've become a lot more kind of aware of things, watching f- films and TV. You know, we talk about it so much. I've become a little better at not just watching things without much thought. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this time around, I've obviously applied that to Breaking Bad. And I don't know, I've just really kind of connected with Jesse, you know, like he's just the most compelling kind of character in some regards along with Walt because 
he's just like the most misunderstood character yeah and yeah just the poor bloke like i don't know he just suffered so much and and yet he kind of is in there because of his own fault but he's also like really because he's so flawed you know that's also why he suffered so much because he's such a flawed character and it's just so much complexity to him and so much kind of humanity and he's just very real yeah no i agree i also uh really he's my favorite character i relate to him because i mean what is he is is that what you said in the prologue too i can't remember remember. i know i think i said saul was my favorite character yeah i thought (laughs) you said saul too Yeah. yeah Um, I mean, I still like Saul, but I mean, you know, that's, he's got his own show there. So I'll, I'll like him in that show, but for the Breaking Bad, yeah, definitely Jesse. He's, um, he, you know, he's obviously only one of the youngish sort of people in the show. So it's yeah. easy to relate to him above the other characters. But yeah, as you say, he, there's, there's, um, a, a, like a, a real complexity to him about how, cause you know, every every character has has like a as like a cornerstone or an angle as as bernard would say you know like well um you know he's he's out here to sort of prove his manliness and to make meth uh hank is is a, is a cop uh, you know he's got he's got his jobs um you know jesse as uh, you know i relate to him he's 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 aimless he uh he feels out of place in this world um yeah and you know he's he he makes a lot of mistakes um and yeah everyone everyone sort of you know dismisses him um yeah there's a lot of pathos that is that's really hard to convey um generally because normally characters have to have a thing about them whereas jesse doesn't really have a thing he's just this really complex and complicated person Mm, mm. yeah yeah he's just like uh, his journey is i I feel like representative representing it represents sorry his his life and his journey in breaking bad represents so much so many people so many different people out there that just you know like a lot of people don't know what they're going to do with their lives and uh, maybe even in unfortunate circumstances that they can't really do much about their lives and turning to crime is an opportunity that a lot of these people can take you know and mm. jesse is that person that did t- do that and obviously it doesn't work out so well for him and yeah i don't know it's just relatable i suppose yeah it's it's just as tragic as Walt, but in like a completely like perpendicular way. Like it's it's yeah. very like yeah, it's very it, it can't yeah it contrasts a lot with with Walt's uh, tragedy, but it's still very tragic nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um. And what about for favorite uh, episodes, or or rather, if you don't have a favorite episode, just like the best part of the show, or maybe season. Um. What whereabouts is does that sit for you? I don't know. I, I like in terms of it, it's related to the podcast, right? And a lot of it, like you know, whether I we had like I had a good time talking about it as well. Yeah. Um. And definitely, all, the last few episodes have been like obviously the best, but it's kind of like a no-brainer. Like <laughs> they are the best episodes of the of the whole series, really. Like Ozymandias is an example. Yeah. Um. And we talked a bloody long time about it, but I still really <laughs> like that discussion on the fly episode. Yeah, I, thought I we liked did that one too. Yeah, like we, yeah. we we actually kind of like elaborated a lot on that episode and really delved into it, and it kind of was meaningful and and I I really did enjoy it and yeah like I just remember hating that episode first time I watched Breaking Bad so and that's kind of like changed for me. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. What about you, Ozymandias? <laughs> yes. How did you know? Um, I think yeah, you know it's 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 cliche whatever. It's everyone loves this episode. 
Nah, it's not cliche. Break Breaking Bad isn't cliche enough for that to be cliche. <laughs> Ozzy Mandius is worth watching the entire show for. Yes, like it's it justifies this exi- its its entire existence with just that yes. one episode. I know um, it's crazy. It, it's that episode is everything. Um, and you know, I, I often something I often grapple with is like shows that have awesome endings but not necessarily a consistently good show throughout. Yeah. Um, Cowboy Bebop is the main one that comes to mind. I think the majority of that show is just all right, but the ending is really amazing. And I always am conflicted about recommending that to people because I'm like, oh, you know, it's it, the, the ending really is everything for that show. Yeah, um, Akira's uh, like that too. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you bring up anime, yeah. This doesn't really apply to Breaking Bad though, since it is consistently amazing. But yep. what, what I'm trying to say is that Ozymandias for me is is why this is the greatest show ever. Um, everything to do with that episode is, is yeah. yeah is worth it all right so just i think we'll move into just general takeaways from the show this time around like like mm. you know overarching themes and stuff that that really stood out to us so something i take away from it this time around is is the setting about because you know america in media is normally shown as either like metropolitan you know like like high-rise buildings new york kind of stuff or it's yep. like like cowboy country like as in <laughs> as in um n- not not breaking bad setting like uh, uh especially a lot of like period pieces you know like that that to me is america on screen whereas breaking bad is neither it's 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 suburbia and the setting yep. of albuquerque is just desert and rock and cacti and it gives this like kind of like ancient mythological feel to it and yeah. i've been thinking about like you know that bit in Ozymandias when Walt gives that stack of cash to the Native American dude for his truck? Yeah. Um, there are some things in, in Better Call Saul about Native American culture as well, but I, I, it reminds me of like The Shining about, you know, how about how it's thing, about how it's built on an Indian reservation ground and, yeah. and therefore yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. And I think there's something almost like cursed about this setting and just like America in general. Like, I don't, like it gives this like kind of unsettling feeling to me. Um, but that aside, it's just such a unique setting as well. Um, and just one more thing that makes Breaking Bad stand out from the rest. Yeah, Uh, it's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, because where else would you have this setting, I suppose? Like, I feel like the most classic kind of thing for this kind place for this kind of story will be like Brooklyn, New York, like, or some Darrow part in New York, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, if it's like Albuquerque, New Mexico, like, why did they even come up with that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I wish I had more insight into that. Maybe Vince Gilligan or one of the writers lived there for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool, though, for sure. Hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, were you going to say something? Um, I don't know. This, this fucking show, man, like, <laughs> it's got to be one of the best screenplays ever written. Hmm. Oh, you know, no, no doubt about that. I just feel like this is going to be like, I, I don't know, like a, in this modern world, I, I don't really know how things go with stories and stuff like that. People just watch modern day movies and shows and they don't really think about it very much. But man, there's a lot to take from this, like about morals mainly and morals being like a basis for a lot of old tales and fables like, you know, fairy tales and, and um, whatever you call it, like those kind of the hare and the tortoise that kind of shit like yeah those kind of stories are all based on morals because they used to teach children how to grow up and how to become a decent person 
I feel like Breaking Bad is, is kind of like a culmination of a lot of those things. Like, it's just, yeah. I, I, I know it's a little bit far-fetched saying that and, and probably praising it a little bit too much because, you know, I'm not, but like, man, like, I don't know, like Breaking Bad could be seen as something like that in like a thousand years time if we're still around, if humanity still has Breaking Bad on disc on, on, on copy somewhere <laughs> on a computer, you know, people will just be looking at it like, this is like you know one of the best things that came out of the 21st century kind of thing like you know it's just because it's just so full of like connections to those kind of primordial stories like the the idea of ethics and morals in it is just so complicated and just so interesting hmm. but it's not simplistic like the hare and the tortoise like those stories are easy to understand because they're simple because they were from a time when things were a lot simpler breaking bad is kind of like the the natural kind of descendant of that because of how complex modern day society has become so the ideas of morals becomes itself a lot more complicated too dude that's crazy how in line that is with like a thought i i have regularly about how myths are just like uh, like kind of underdeveloped stories like or, like back in the day because you, yeah. you know they're morals right they're, they're moral yeah. stories um but it's just that people sucked at storytelling because you know they had to pretty much <laughs> okay. invent it and so yeah. you just get these very like, like uh, uh, you know, like transparent <laughs> stories about like, oh yeah, fucking this guy killed his brother with a rock, and 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 then he discovered <laughs> that it was bad to kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like um, yeah, man. As you know, as with everything, I, I'm a I'm a very um, uh, uh, what do you call that? Like the further we go in time, the more the more progress we make. I I I'm a I believe that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, I don't know what you call that. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. the the more experience we have with you know like telling stories, like the better we get. And I think we're still evolving. Um, stuff is getting better all the time uh, in terms yep. of like art. Um, and yeah, man, that, as you said, like it's this is you know this is an epic that's updated and and just like you know orders of magnitude more complex than yeah um, legit <laughs> yeah than, than stuff in the past but it, it, is, it is essentially the same point it's getting across yeah you yeah know, and i don't know maybe maybe in the far future you know this will be put on like a pedestal of like of our time of, right, in, of the um, stories from our time in 3022 some archaeologists <laughs> are going to come down to uh, like a desolate earth and they're going to uncover your uh, box set of Breaking Bad and, and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they're going to put, put it in a museum. Yeah. Well, what about our podcast? That'll be on record maybe too. Yeah, yeah. We should print it on like a USB and bury it along with your box set. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy though. You never know. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That's what's amazing about this. It's just such high quality that I could see that happening. But the high quality in the sense that like, we're not going to appreciate it now much like how no one probably appreciated like homer's odyssey or whatever it's called by ulysses back in his day yeah yeah true <laughs> yeah um all right all right well this is kind of tangentially related to to myths but you know another interesting thing about this show is uh, is how like atheistic this show is um, it's questions about like a god and fate are framed in uh, chance and probability, you know, through Walt's yeah. perspective. And it's just yeah. really, it's it's unique for a show set in America because I always equate Americans to like <laughs> to like kind of you know religious oh, people. Bro. Yeah, they they yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 
compare I, I've, I was comparing this in my mind to True Detective, which is another show with a very unique American setting. It's set in this industrial swampland, uh, like bayou kind of setting. And yep. that show is all about religion. It's it's very heavily focused on religion, um, which is more in line with my concept of like Americans. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's like a an offensive stereotype, maybe, but like, well, not really. But like, well, maybe. But seventy percent of Americans are Christian. Yeah. So there you go. So, so um, you know, like, yeah, they they are very religious. Yeah, and yeah, still, I think you know, it's quite a unique unique framing um, for for an American show. Um, which is which is great which is i think why we love this show so much as well mm. yeah yeah no definitely yeah yeah that's that's a good point and also need to watch true detective too mm. oh that's a good show yeah um, i know it is oh, i know you keep saying so i really want to watch it yeah um anything else i mean yeah so do you have any more big takeaways or big any random thoughts about the show overall not really just that yeah i think i've said it a million times but yeah this is definitely one of the best if not the best tv show ever mm-hmm. that's my takeaway yeah. <laughs> i agree well i was gonna end this podcast um with like a with a with a thank you to all the people who worked on on breaking bad that's a good um, idea it's changed both of our of it sorry it's changed both of our lives and um you know it's, it's reframed the way that i I, I think of stories and I engage with stories and um, yeah, man, I just can't, I can't wait for uh, the finale of uh, Better Call Saul and I'm sure you can't wait to start watching it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so keen for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, what do you think about Vince Gilligan's future? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think... Because he's finished you, soon with Better Call Saul, so... I think if... if, if uh, we had it my way i would want him to leave the breaking bad universe behind like i think yes with better call saw i hope he he puts it to rest as this perfect little like trilogy of like a breaking bad el camino and better call saw mm. um i think it's perfect the way it is um and yeah man if he does you know if he makes more movies or tv shows fuck man absolutely i'll watch that you know um yeah as long as he just keeps making good shit i'll keep watch. i'll keep i'll follow him yeah, me too. I'm very interested yeah. to see if he kind of breaks away from Breaking Bad, like that, mm. that universe, and just makes something else, you know? Or I get, mean, they get would... him on something else. Yeah, who wouldn't hire him, <laughs> you know? Although, <laughs> yeah, I, did, like... I did see this graph about, like, like viewership for um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and it's it's like a... They're like reflections of each other. Like, Breaking Bad started out with a small viewership, and by season five, it was massive. Whereas mm. Better Call Saul, season one was massive, and then it's, like, slowly dropped off over time. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it may not be, like, a financial success, maybe, but certainly with a- anyone with a, you know, with an eye for, like, talent and good storytelling would, would hire him, definitely. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. seem like that type that's into making money. Yeah, and That's yeah, certainly exactly. not what Breaking Bad is about, anyway. I feel like it, it's certainly not the most watched TV show ever. Yeah. But, yeah, exciting. Mm. All right, well... Well, yeah, I mean, you know, a big thank you to the show creators, but and a, and a, and a thank you to uh, whoever watch, whoever listens to this podcast as well. Yeah, um, no, yeah. thank you very much. And yeah, well, well done, Pat. Yeah, thank you. Well, well done, Mitchie, yeah. Give ourselves, yeah, no. give ourselves both pats on the back. Yeah, yeah, um, it's just, it's been a good time, you know. It has, I'm a little, yeah. little sad that it's ending. It, it has ended. Yeah. But, you know, that's life. 
That's life. And now we can move on to other shows. Um, possibly Westworld? Question mark? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty keen on that. Maybe, yeah. like you know, maybe not all of it, but season one for sure. We'll have to have a board uh, meeting of um, CEOs <laughs> of uh, AMTTF. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get our stakeholders and yeah. uh, you know, shareholders in. We'll have, to, yeah, we'll have to get through that nonsense, unfortunately, but yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> you, know, you know how it goes, bureaucracy and stuff. <laughs> yep. All right, well, yeah. thank you for listening and join us for the, I guess, I guess the real finale, finale <laughs> of um, El Camino. I feel like that's more of a add-on a bonus yeah a spin-off it's there (laughs) but it really has ended yeah all right well okay well i'll tell you what i'll just i'll end this by saying thank you for listening yes thank you very much all right see you later bye